0: Masks are going to be required in national parks again, even for vaccinated people, as the Delta variant of COVID-19 rips through the country. Wildfires continue to spread as well, pulling a blanket of smoke over much of North America. RV dealership chains are gobbling up independent dealers. We'll talk about what that means for buyers. An electric truck manufacturer has been indicted for misleading investors by making up virtually everything about the company's trucks and cobbling together fake prototypes out of the parts of other vehicles. The Elkhart, Indiana RV Capital is making a big expansion across the state's northern border into Michigan. And a new campground coming to Louisiana is turning heads. Its motto Bring your house and share your spouse. It's time for the latest in RV and camping news. I'm Jason Epperson, and welcome to the RV Miles News Roundup, where we provide you with all the latest news and information about RVs, camping, and road trip travel. New guidance from the CDC on mask wearing Will have masks again required indoors at many National Park Service facilities and buildings operated by other federal land agencies across the country, even by people who are vaccinated. Instead of a blanket mask requirement, the new guidance recommends masks in areas where transmission rates are high, and the White House has decided to make those recommendations requirements in federal buildings. Since transmission rates change regularly, the areas where masks are required will too. In Utah, for instance, four of the five national parks will require masks indoors. That includes shuttle buses and campground restrooms. COVID cases have begun to climb in Utah in recent weeks, due in part to the new highly contagious Delta variant of the virus, as well as stalling vaccination numbers. Travelers should also expect new state and local mask requirements in many of these high transmission risk areas. Wildfires continue to rage across the West, where according to the National Interagency Fire Center, 83 large fires have burned over 1.7 million acres across 13 states. Just recently, new large fires were reported in Idaho, Washington, and Wyoming. In Washington, the Department of Natural Resources is reporting that 517, or almost 62% of the wildfires this year, have been caused by humans. The number of wildfires in Washington has already reached about double the 10-year average within the most active fire months. August and September still to come. As wildfires continue to rage in the West, poor air quality across the US increases. The Eastern part of the country is currently seeing some of the poorest air quality in more than a decade. And as I record this here in the Midwest, smoke from the North, including smoke from fires raging in Canada, has settled over the city, creating cloudy conditions and poor air quality. And lest we forget, fire season is just getting started. This is unfortunately not the last time we'll be discussing wildfires on this show. The great RV dealership consolidation continues. We've reported many times this year on Camping World's dealer acquisition spree, but they're not the only ones in the game. RV Retailer has announced the acquisition of Blue Dog RV's 12 stores, mostly in the Pacific Northwest. That puts RV Retailer up a whopping 32 stores in 2021 alone, more than Camping World has taken over. RV Retailer was only founded three years ago and now has 70 stores across 24 states. As much as I'm not a fan of how dealership chains are beginning to dominate the RV industry, I think it is important that camping world does have a major nationwide competitor or two they continue to run the table with manufacturers and suppliers driving changes to the market that aren't consumer friendly like when they began paying a bounty to rv transporters last year to get rvs on their lots before anyone else all that did was drive up the cost of shipping an rv to anywhere dramatically Camping World now has over 170 stores, while smaller chains like Campers Inn, Family RV Group, Lazy Days, Bishes, Funtown, and General RV have between 10 and 30. And then there's the Route 66 Network, an alliance of 200 independent dealerships in North America, which has the specific aim of staving off mass consolidation by giving those independent dealers the clout and buying power of a big chain without selling out. There are about 2,600 RV dealerships in the US. This episode is sponsored by the Togo RV app. If you're looking for route navigation, on your phone that takes into account the length and height of your RV, look no further than the Togo RV app, which also includes checklists, maintenance reminders, and recall alerts for your specific RV, and a lot more. The app is free, but a $39 per year Togo RV Plus membership gives you full access to the navigation features, and you get Village, overnight RV parking, and Road Trippers Plus memberships included, along with a whole host of discounts on RV products like tires and lithium batteries. You can get $10 off with the code rv miles 10x in the electric truck arena a battle has been brewing over the specs of a whole lot of trucks that haven't been released or even built yet last week when i talked about regulations that threaten big diesel rv engines a viewer questioned why those even exist at all anymore when tesla can build a semi truck that can charge overnight and go 300 miles on one charge surely that can be applied to big class a rvs but Tesla has yet to build that truck. Tesla's competitors say that the range of Tesla's electric semi defies the laws of physics and any current battery technology. Almost comically, the founder of Tesla's heavy-duty electric competitor, Nikola, whose moniker comes from the other half of the name of the brilliant, if not totally realistic, inventor Nikola Tesla, has been charged by a federal grand jury with three counts of criminal fraud for lying about nearly all aspects of the business. 39-year-old billionaire Trevor Milton resigned as chairman in September after two counts of securities fraud, including making false statements about the company and wire fraud. But Milton told lies to generate popular demand for Nicholas Stock. Milton is accused of claiming that his company had successfully manufactured working prototypes of electric semi-trucks and pickup trucks that would turn the industry on its head, when he had, in fact, never built anything. The so-called prototypes were cobbled together from parts from other vehicles. According to the indictment at public events, the prototypes were towed into position and were powered by hidden wall sockets. In one incident, to make it appear a truck was driving, it was towed to the top of a hill and then rolled down to the bottom. Milton repeatedly said publicly that the prototypes were fully operational and overstated the number of pre-orders the company had received. So we're a long way from electric Class A motorhomes. Regardless, I'm on record as being a big believer in electric vehicles, but skeptical about their current viability for heavy-duty, long-distance applications. And trust me, RV manufacturers aren't shying away from electric. Winnebago has already built electric blood banks and bookmobiles, vehicles that don't drive long distances. Perfect for electric. But there's another eco-friendly option that may be on its way. Engine manufacturer Cummins has entered into an agreement with Air Products, a leader in chemical supply and transport. The two companies plan to rapidly expand the availability of heavy-duty hydrogen fuel cell trucks to the Americas, Europe, and Asia. Cummins will provide hydrogen fuel cell electric powertrains integrated into Air Products' own fleet of 2,000 trucks. Additionally, Cummins and Air Products will work together to grow zero-emissions hydrogen infrastructure. Air Products says that the best way to promote the adoption of hydrogen for mobility in heavy-duty applications is to lead by example with their own fleet. They also say that the semi-truck market is a major opportunity for hydrogen due to its rigorous requirements, and that only hydrogen fuel cells can provide the necessary range, refueling time, and weight requirements to decarbonize this important transportation sector. Hydrogen fuel cells are gaining momentum as the technology of choice in heavy-duty applications. Hydrogen as a transportation fuel most closely mirrors the traditional fuel experience, and Air Products is the world's largest producer of hydrogen. Cummins hydrogen innovations have been part of many of the world's first, including powering the world's first hydrogen fuel cell passenger trains and the world's first hydrogen refueling station suitable for ships, cars, and trucks in Antwerp, Belgium. Cummins also makes virtually every Class A diesel RV engine. So could we see hydrogen motorhomes in the future? Time will tell. The vast majority of RV manufacturers are located in Elkhart County, Indiana. But as the RV industry grows, building new plants in Elkhart is a challenge due to the tapped out labor pool. Perhaps that was part of Thor's decision to buy Tiffin Motorhomes last December, along with its ancillary businesses in Alabama. Well, now, Thor is looking north of the Indiana border to expand two of its biggest nameplates, Heartland and Cruiser RV, and Michigan is incentivizing the expansion into the Wolverine State's St. Joseph County, where Forest River already manufactures its Palomino brand. Grants and state and local tax abatements help sweeten the pot for Michigan, and Thor says access to the strong pool of talent was one of the primary reasons they chose Michigan. AAA says the vast majority of drivers use their miles-to-empty readout as the trigger to head to the fuel station these days instead of the actual fuel gauge. But how accurate are MPG readings in today's vehicles? Well, AAA tested the accuracy of these systems and found their estimates vary significantly over shorter trips. But on the whole, they're pretty accurate. On average, the fuel economy display of vehicles tested were off by 2.3%. The worst test vehicle overestimated fuel economy by 6.4%, or 2.2 miles per gallon, while another underestimated it by 2.8%, or 0.9 miles per gallon. But AAA believes most of these variances are based on driving conditions and not inaccurate computers. Finally, a yet-to-be-built RV park is drawing some side eyes in Louisiana. A vinyl banner went up for T-Boys Swinger Trailer Park. Their motto? bring your house and share your spouse. The owner says he's getting so many calls from all over the country, he can barely keep up with them. The sign says you have to send a picture of your spouse for approval, which owners say was a joke for attention, but still lots of text message pictures have come in. Many on social media thought the sign was a prank, but rest assured T-Boys Swinger Trailer Park is set for Memorial Day weekend of 2022. Most of them call or text just to see if it's real. Just to see if somebody's going to answer because they're going to say, oh, no, nobody's there. It's not a real number. Or they'll get on Facebook, oh, it's not a real number. I got on there and I said I'd be a fat frog's butt if it's not a real number. Everybody starts calling. And they start calling, hey, what's your address? Where is it? Is this in my room? Where is this at? When it's finished, the site will have a nude pool, a nude yoga stadium, a strip poker hall, and a key party cabana. It may be called a trailer park, but it's designed to operate more like a campground where swingers can come for party themed weekends. So much for pink flamingos and upside down pineapples. That's one campground we won't be reviewing. That's it for this week's and Camping News Brief. Join us here each and every weekend for the latest. See you next time.